morning, Turks and Caicos. Welcome to a special edition of First Edition. We have in studio with us the interim CEO and change manager of Experience Turks and Caicos, Raquel Brown. Very pleasant. Good morning to you, Ms. Brown. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. And of course, we've got um, Chicago's old man colleague on the basketball. and uh, <laughs> Grand old fellow, too. Yes, a yeah. Grand Turk boy and, and my friend and former colleague, Mr. Abby Adams, who is the new director of the Department of Tourism Regulation. Very pleasant. Good morning to you, Mr. Adams. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> pleasant. Good morning to you. And, and thank you for that. The old man league, huh? Yeah. The Minister of Tourism is expected to join us as well. Um, she's just running a bit later. She had a, another um, engagement this morning. Mm -hmm. But let's start with you, Mr. Adams. Um, it's all about education and information. So what is the primary purpose um, and mission of the TCI Tourism Regulatory Authority. Oh, good morning, Honorable Minister. Good morning. In studio with us is the Minister of Tourism, the Honorable Josephine Connolly. Um, pleasant good morning, Minister. Morning, morning. We morning hear you've had a busy you. morning already. A very busy morning. <laughs> uh, Abby, we're just asking you, what's the purpose and mission of the, of the TRA? Okay, so as a lot of people would know that the Tourist Board was once in charge of quality assurance and training. So we would have taken on that role. Quality assurance is ensuring that the product that our accommodations team, accommodation stakeholders, sorry, uh, is ensuring that they're giving the product that our guests who are traveling from all over the world are, are proud to see, view, and be able to experience once they're here in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Tides, affectionately known as Together Individuals Delivering Excellent Service, is a program or training program that we deliver to ensure that the people who work inside of the hospitality industry are ambassadors, key ambassadors mm -hmm. of the Turks and Caicos Islands as well. And then along with that, there's new regulations that will be coming out to help strengthen the tourism product across the sector. So, for instance, you would have... Um, Everyone who works in hospitality now, because Tides before was actually something that only was giving to VIP drivers, taxis, and so on. But now, in order to work in hospitality, it's something that everyone is going to need. And it's our job to ensure that people can be at the front desk of a resort or a hotel and can properly represent Turks and Caicos Islands. And you've been in hospitality for a little while now, um, coming from the Shore Club as well. And, of course, um, you've always had jobs that had that customer service um, aspect. But how are you enjoying tourism? Um, so for me, it's a, it's a totally different aspect because right now it's the first time, um, as I was speaking to my colleague Raquel, it's my first time actually working in the public sector. So I've been in private for a long time. And... The years that I would have spent at places like the Shore Club would have taught me a lot about tourism mm -hmm. and a wider scale, things that I didn't necessarily actually knew exist. Um, and just for the simple fact, I think before getting in hospitality, I thought uh, hospitality and customer service might have been things that people just, you either you can do it or you can't. But mm -hmm. the truth is, is that you can be trained to do it. And we all need to help train each other so we can be proper ambassadors of the country. So, Honorable Minister, have you graded him yet? Stella A. I must say that R.V. Adams was a great addition to, um, to our um, organization. He brings, back, um, he brings in a wealth of knowledge 
Um, he also has some accounting background, which is mm -hmm. very, very necessary on the things that we are doing. He has a lot to do in terms of um, regulations, helping me put the necessary regulations in place. So he's, he's a godsend, mm -hmm. and he came in with the right attitude. And we work together like a team. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, he's a backsalina boy. He can be taught. <laughs> <laughs> but, Honorable Minister, tell us a little bit about your morning so far. My morning so far at 7.45. Um, I was at Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. And I joined them because every year they have uh, radio stations from around the um, U.S. In fact, I was in Philadelphia this Ooh. morning. And I spoke to the people of Philadelphia. And I did say hello to your people uh -huh. and my people. <laughs> and then I was in Wilmington, Texas. So I spoke to about eight different countries in the U.S. You this were on morning, a U.S. tour. Telling them how wonderful it is to be here in the Turks and Caicos Islands. And what a jam. And I tried to encourage them to come and see us any time possible when mm -hmm. they have some time. And bring the children and bring everybody. Yeah. You know, I'm going to let my co-host, but you just gave me a great segue that I wanted to ask the interim CEO. Um, I think it was yesterday, a day before yesterday, I listened to a Bayesian on a, on a radio program, and the announcer said to him, we don't have a lot of time. Give me your elevator speech. Tell me about Barbados. And in 30 seconds, that man had me forgetting every other part of the world. So in 30 seconds, sell me Turks and Caicos. Turquoise waters beautiful white sand beaches takes your breath away captivates you and when you come off that plane you have no alternative but just to disconnect that is the turks and caicos islands memories for a lifetime you like I coming shibago already yeah <laughs> <laughs> go ahead so i want to come back to mr adams so we we're talking about the ties program and how it's a like a basically a stepping stone for quality assurance with the directional shift with experience dci now how do we ensure that um culture is still represented let's say for example in the ties program how do we make sure now that everyone that works in the tourism industry has to go through this process how do we make sure they not only understand customer service but they understand turks and Caicos culture so they can provide that extra level of service to our guests okay um well i'll just clarify something quality mm -hmm. assurance is about ensuring that products mm -hmm. are at a high quality and standard. Mm -hmm. That's totally different from training in the TIDES program. Mm -hmm. The TIDES program was something that was actually given to, like I said, taxi drivers and VIP. Mm -hmm. In order to get on the public service line, You all that's what you had to do. That was a stepping stone, so to, to speak. to know a bit about the islands, mm -hmm. kind yes. of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now, because we're trying to ensure that our heritage, our culture, is represented throughout the entire Turks and Caicos, and in the hospitality industry. So for instance, if you go to any resort, the person at the front desk should be at minimum to tell you where the caves are in Middle Caicos, mm. where the lighthouse is. Mm. So they should be able to tell you about our heritage because in the syllabus of the TIES program, it's, it's based about our heritage, our culture, and it also has customer service. It also embodies parts of the law as well too. For, so for instance, it didn't always have um, the traffic law inside of it. Mm -hmm. But we teach about it. And we also even invite the director of traffic, um, Mr. Wilbur Cayley, to come and teach segments of the class so that people could understand, okay, 
these are the different things that you can and cannot do while you're on the road mm -hmm. because we don't want to get to places where okay you have to suspend someone's license just because they're making simple mistakes that they need to be aware of mm -hmm. but that's essentially how we um, keep the culture inside to ensure that everyone inside of hospitality inside of hospitality is aware of our culture our heritage I think Mr. Kelly needs to step up his game because the taxi drivers on a weekend are abominable it's like the road code doesn't apply to them. Yeah, and it doubles down when you got taxis and, like, rental car drivers. And I'm glad that Miss Adams brought that up. I'm glad to know that we're going to start incorporating that into, like, the people that work in the tourism industry so they can explain better to our visitors what the rules are. Some people have never seen a roundabout before yep. when they visit here. Yep. So now the person at the hotel, the person at the rental car company will be able to better explain them how to handle it. So yep. I'm glad to hear that. That's yeah. good news for me. Ms. Brown, um, under your leadership, how do you intend to promote the Turks and Caicos as a destination? I, I just Let me just say this, too, mm. though, because um, I know you said they have to step up their game. And, and in defense of the traffic department, I do think that they're making segue to improve, and that's the part of the reason why they're inside of everything. At the end of the day, we're one government. Mm. So uh, we all have to work as a conglomerate to ensure that um, we could get a better Turks and Caicos. Yeah, it's, yes, it's not the department per se. It's I think it's individuals that are driving. Maybe it's in haste to get back to the line at the airport that we lose, you know, control or sight of the uh, the um, the um, speed. Mm. And you know, just we need to just be more careful. Not the department Absolutely. itself. Yeah, Miss Brown, as a leader, how do you intend to promote the TCI? You know, I, I look on this as an opportunity for myself and a, uh, an honor. Um, as you all know, I'm not from the Turks and Caicos Islands. And I, I believe one of the things and what is said, and it's proven with data, persons want um, immersion. They want experiences that last a lifetime. And uh, what we intend to do is not just have the Turks and Caicos Islands identified through Provincialis. We want it to be identified by all of the mm -hmm. islands. Each island, as Mr. Yep. Adams was saying, has its own unique, um, I would say, attributes, experiences, cultural and heritage experiences. And um, we are doing very well as a destination. Uh, as you know, we've been awarded most recently for the best beach by travel awards. And the destination is getting accolades. We also want those accolades to go beyond um, Provincialis. We mm. want it to be for all of the Turks and Caicos Islands. We want persons to know when they come here, the Turks and Caicos Islands is PLS is a part of it, Provo is a part of it, but there are other islands, and we are an island archipelago that has its own, um, you know, unique feel, authentic feel, and so we want to encourage persons that come to Provo, for example, to do day tours or mm -hmm. to do twin packages to go to South Caicos, for example. It is important for that to happen. Mm -hmm. It's that important for that to happen because. Um, in the marketplace post-COVID, we've seen that uh, it's very competitive. Yes, the buildup for travel was there. We're seeing it level off. What is important is that we have to differentiate ourselves, and it's yeah. going to be value added. It's going to be what we just spoke about. Mm -hmm. When they come on a vacation, the value added with taxi drivers, how they're operating on those busy days, Saturdays and Sundays, uh, how much you know the road signage is conducive to them, the little touch points as they go along the way in their journey, um, when they go to the concierge, what Mr. Adams was talking about with tides, they're not just checking them in, but they can tell them about the Turks and Caicos 
islands. They can explain yeah. to them, yes, you're here in Provo, but would you like to do a tour? Would mm -hmm. you like to go to Middle um, or North Caicos? Would you like to go to South Caicos? Would you like to go to Grand Turk to do a dive? Did you not hear about it? Or maybe on your return visit, you should come back if you're a diver and you can go mm -hmm. and dive the third largest barrier reef in the, the world, which is in Grand Turk. Mm -hmm. So um, our job and my job is leading the team is to build a greater awareness. And in building that awareness is to speak to the niche markets that are dive, that are culinary, that are cultural, that are nature. So that persons not only think of Provo in their um, check mark mm -hmm. in terms of their bucket list to come to the destination, but they're going to want to see the other islands. So following up on that, so how do we how do we do that? Because you use the words immersive. So we're known for our turquoise water and our beautiful sand, and that's how we're marketed. But how do we tie the people into that? Because we've seen other countries in the Caribbean do it so well. We talked about Barbados, and then we know how Jamaica markets the just from the Yemen straight down. It's not just the landscape. How do we tie in our culture? Because when you look around this room, we got Salky, Grand Turk, South Caicos, and some more Grand Turk over here. That's right. But we know the names <laughs> and the salty. places. I put you Salky, you want Grand Turk too? We know the Wilk soup, we know the sauce, the fried fish, we know Zeus, we know this one and that one. So how do we tie that in to our grand marketing scheme? Because other places have maybe the water, the water will never be as beautiful as ours never. the sands will never be as never. beautiful as ours but obviously we need to offer more right so how do we hold on to our culture and still continue to grow as a tourism market so just in this room mm -hmm. we're going to tell our story we will definitely um one of the things we have later to do this fall are our pr programs we have identified with Caribbean Journal, which is one of the leading um, Caribbean mm -hmm. publications, and also Peter Greenberg. Mm -hmm. um, PR is very important in building your story and your public awareness. And those two uh, public relations, or we want to say media or journalists, are very credible, not only in the U.S. marketplace, but they're also credible outside of the U.S. for the Canadian market and the European market. And what we're going to do is, not that we do not want to focus on Provo, mm -hmm. but we're going to tell the story and we're going to have our own ambassadors that will be the voiceovers and we'll do videos mm -hmm. and they'll be doing interviews and we'll be doing radio shows with them. Mm -hmm. We're going outside of Provo. I'm not saying that we're not going to include Provo, so I don't want anyone to leave this um, or go on, a, on Facebook and say, um, the new change manager is not promoting Provo. That's not what we're going to do mm. we have to tell our story because persons need to know it and they can only know it by the persons who are from those places yeah. so it's not going to be someone coming to Provo and writing from a distance they're going to actually go we're going to do filming there they're going to do have the ambassadors there we're going to have the respective persons there and this um, information whether it's an editorial whether it is a video or it is a reel or a show, for example, on Peter Greenberg's show, what we're going to do, we're going to have access to it after also so that we can use it for all of next year to promote the destination. We have to build awareness, and the best way to build awareness is through public relations first to show our image, and that's what we're going to do. That sounds great. Now, Honorable Minister, we know you're always shining, mm -hmm. but you're about to have a star-like moment coming up soon. What motivated well, yeah. your decision to host um, the State of the Industry Conference here in TCI? What was the motivation for that? Well, you were just talking about PR. Mm. I thought this will put Turks and Caicos in a good light. Um, you know, we're doing very well as a destination, and I want to show the world that Turks and Caicos is a place to visit. Um, 
Well, you know, I am the deputy director of, of CTO. CTO. Mm -hmm. And during our last meeting, uh, the, the discussion came up, you know, where are we going to have the next conference? And, you know, I waited for everybody. Mm. <laughs> everybody was hesitating. And I said, I'll do it. So here I am. Um, this is going to be a big conference. Mm -hmm. um, we have 15 ministers, 12 ministers, and um, three directors of tourism coming. Um, That's impressive. Very impressive. I don't think any of something like this has ever happened before. I mean, this is the ideal platform where we can um, share experiences, best practices, um, strategies, and also be a good idea for networking for all stakeholders. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to a great conference. It's been a lot of work, but um, we had to put the work in because we wanted to be successful. And I'm so happy to have people like you who's going to be a part of it. Thank you very much for um, accepting our invitation. Thank you for the opportunity. And we also have um, two panels. And on our panels, we do have people here from the Turks and Caicos Islands um, as moderators and also sitting on the panel. Um, we have like Tremaine, Tremaine, Harvey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we also have, um, we have the names there. We have Tremaine Harvey on one. We also have um, the Honorable Deputy Premier. Mm. Uh, we also have Gabriel Sanders who work in our department. Mm -hmm. You know, we, are, we have to show our side mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. And we also have, um, there's one more I wanted to point out. Um, we have Karen Witt from Turks and Caicos. Uh, we also have um, um, Terrence, no, that's Terrence. I think I saw the CEO of Fortis. Yeah, Fortis. Yeah. Honorable yeah. Jamal Robinson. Yeah. And I'm um, um, the country manager for Flow. I learned this yes. morning that she's accepted. Yes, yeah. she has accepted this morning. So invitations and acceptance mm -hmm. are still coming in. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that the Turks and Caicos Islands are going to be playing a major role in this conference. Yeah. We have to show them what we have also. That's right. <laughs> but Honorable Minister, talking about that, you know, we often hear in our society that um, we have these elaborate events, but the, the man on the street or the little vendor doesn't gain anything. So how are you ensuring that there's community engagement for this conference? Um, well, I've invited quite a few people to this conference. I've also um, invited them to fish fry night. Mm. So all the vendors are going to be on top of their game on Thursday night because <laughs> they know that um, I have all these ministers and influential mm -hmm. speakers. They're all going to be there. So they are going to be involved. And, you know, I'm inviting everybody to come out to interact with them. You know, knowledge is power. Yeah. So from the networking aspect, how can um, local business owners that are in the tourism market, how can they, well, I guess, reach out to the experienced Turks and Caicos, or how can they gain an opportunity to shake hands with some of these people, maybe learn or engage those that aren't on the panel that may not be in attendance at the actual CTO conference? 
Well, I think for us, uh, Minister has opened it, mm -hmm. uh, the opening ceremony. It's also going to be streamed live. Okay. So they have an opportunity um, to see it live for the, the first the first day. Mm -hmm. um, we are also going to be um, recording it and we'll be sharing it. Mm -hmm. um, each day's proceedings and different panels, they can reach out to us at Experience Turks and Caicos. Um, because of the different panels, um, as it speaks to the film industry, as it speaks to green investment, financing, sustainable development, um, we will also have uh, the recordings of their presentations. Mm -hmm. We're going to be keeping them. So if there's someone there and they are interested, just reach out to us or the Ministry mm -hmm. of Tourism and we'll have that information to them. It's important for them to know, and as Minister said, um, this is, SOTIC uh, is, uh, is public relations for the Turks and Caicos Islands, but it's also to demonstrate for experienced Turks and Caicos as the tourist board change, it's a pivot, it's a transition from just doing marketing and promotion, but then also helping our stakeholders that are of small and medium enterprise to improve their brand value, to improve their um, their unique selling points, to ensure that they have e-commerce technology, they have technical assistance. Yes, Invest TCI gets them loans to get started, but we do find in the marketplace that to be competitive, you have to have you have to be all rounded now. Um, you know, we have some persons that we're in the digital age, many of them use Facebook, but they're still a little afraid of doing transactions by mm -hmm. e-commerce. Mm -hmm. We want to help them to gain that experience and make it a one, two, three for them. How can we help them with their branding? How can we help them just by doing um, graphic arts, you know, helping them to improve just how they, they do their own promotion or their own Facebook or their Instagram promotion. Help them how to boost, just to show them those things. Most persons think it's just posting on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. It's not anymore. It's an mm -hmm. algorithm understanding who you need to speak to. Help them to, as a part of marketing Turks and Caicos Islands too, mm -hmm. they have to improve their web of promotion. Also explain to them, Facebook is not as good as having a website. Mm. Websites are so important in that algorithm and it helps the Turks and Caicos in Google search. Mm -hmm. So if they are on the way, if they have their website, we can help them just to have a basic website, have their email addresses and for their transactions. But what we are trying to do post this conference is opening the door to what experienced Turks and Caicos has to offer in helping, as you said, the small man, the mm -hmm. small woman, the mom and pop operation that is the heartbeat of Turks and Caicos Islands and help them get a piece of the pie that is so important for the sustainability of tourism in the destination. And so it's a, I like to call it as a platform to show what Experience Turks and Caicos is going to be bringing to the destination beyond marketing and promotion. Yeah. Um, let's go back to Mr. Adams. Um, tell us a bit about the leadership and composition of the TRA. Okay, so we're, uh, as you're aware, we're, on, we're directly under the Ministry of Tourism. And currently, I serve as the director of the department. We are um, recruiting, crew, rec we're, sorry, we're in the middle of a recruitment process right now. So we're filling a lot of positions like communications officer, deputy director, um, admin, administrators, mm -hmm. and then also controllers. Controllers are the people who actually go out and do inspections. Um, we report directly into the PS, Mr. Wesley Cleverell and of course our honorable minister as well mm -hmm. i just want to add to that um i spoke to Ms. adams and i let him know that everything must be paperless so we're in the process of setting up 
um, our portal and um, all the registrations for Airbnbs. And we are going to ensure that everybody register. They are going to get that message loud and clear. They must register. So we will have a proper, a proper register in our office. So with the push of a button, we will know who's registered, who's registered <laughs> with us, and who's not registered. Well, you know, that's register. a good point, Honorable Minister, because as Minister responsible for the environment as well, mm -hmm. you, you hold that responsibility, so you have to make yes. sure that our environment is sustainable and clean and green. Yes. So that, that's a great move, because it would come back to haunt you, Honorable Minister. I know. We it. would invite you back to talk about that. Of course. <laughs> I mean, you have to invite me back to, to talk about six other ministries. Yeah, heritage might come up to you. Yeah. So we have to have you back. But we were talking about paperless and registration. So let's talk a little bit about like um, these villa managements and Airbnbs. Like we all know what's been going on in social media in terms of the recent situation with the villa management and a local entrepreneur. How? What is the process now for a person registering a villa? Like how do you? Yeah, how do you simply register a, a villa? And how do we kind of tweak this process in the future to make sure we have some control over how? individuals can register or be a villa manager or an Airbnb host? Okay, so currently you would come to the Department of Tourism Regulations. Um, this is one of the areas that we would have taken over from the tourist board mm -hmm. and you would apply for accommodations license. This accommodations license is needed in order for you to apply for a business license. Before in the past it was deemed that anything under four rooms you didn't need a right. license, but now the new ordinance does not specify any particular days. Mm. I mean, sorry, rooms. So everyone would have to come and register. And then, Honorable Minister is correct, um, one of the major tasks that we have is to put everything in digitization mm -hmm. to ensure that we go paperless. So, when, uh, so it's going to get to a point where you're able to go online and register mm -hmm. and then be able to pay the appropriate fees and, of course, schedule an inspection that allows us to go out there, one of our controllers or our quality assurance officer, to go out there and inspect the property. Once she or he inspects that property, then we would grant you a certificate based on whether or not the property is up to a particular standard. And that's what quality assurance is really all about. Hmm. So, if, let's say for some, for example, if someone wants to lodge a complaint for against a like in this situation, someone wants to lodge a complaint against a particular villa manager, they'd be able to go to the regulation authority and lodge a complaint officially. Well, or there's a or it'd be through the business license process. Well, in hospitality in itself, mm -hmm. if you need to lodge a complaint, you can lodge a complaint, mm -hmm. and it's our job, even if the onus doesn't lie with us in that particular incident, mm -hmm. not saying not. Like, because every incident isn't the same, yeah. of course, right? But if you're not delivering a good service inside of hospitality, uh, even our guests that come here, they have the right to lodge a complaint. And mm -hmm. when they lodge the complaint, and it's our duty to ensure that we rectify what happened mm -hmm. for this particular complaint. Mm -hmm. And you'd be able to either do it directly to our email, or you can come in the office, or you could, you know, just come and speak to someone. Obviously, it's better to have it written because... If you say it, uh, you know, yeah. you have to prove it at yeah. some point, Can't right? Paperless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Honorable mm -hmm. Minister, um, Murphy's Law, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. What measures have you taken or put in place to ensure the safety and comfort of conference attendees when they're in our destination? 
Well, we're working along with the police. Um, and we're also working with some security companies to make sure that everything is in place. And plus, we have the eyes and the ears of my department. We're going to be there full force and easily identifiable. We'll be wearing blue jackets with experienced Turks and Caicos, mm -hmm. so we will Excuse not... The Drumsy is wearing hers this morning. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so, uh -huh. so it's all coming together well. Um, the police promised me that, you know, they will do their best and ensuring that everything goes well. Mm -hmm. And we know that you have a host of activities planned. That's what I was going to ask. What's Ooh. on the itinerary? Oh, she's gone like granny. You know. She's gone granny on this mm -hmm. one. <laughs> wow. So we got flat. <laughs> wow. Minister says we're tiring our out already. <laughs> well, we have our opening party, our welcoming party that's going to be held on Grace Bay, uh -huh. um, Grace Bay Beach. And um, it's going to be a Toes tapest. in the sand. Beach Toes party. In the sand. Yes. It's, it's um, going to be Tepa style. Now, let me say this at the outset. We were grateful to receive so much support from all the hotels. Mm -hmm. They all came together and say, I will do this for you, I'll mm -hmm. do that. So this is going to be done by the hotels and all those who want to participate. And it's free. They all bring it out their fish and their lobsters and their kongs. And they got, it's going to be a big spread. I'm expecting 400 people. Mm -hmm. The whole island. Mm -hmm. Well, those of you listening at the sound of my voice, you're all invited. Mm -hmm. You might not see an invite, but you're all invited <laughs> to my party. You had me at free. So, Adam's was the carrying capacity for this part of the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no. Buy out the bar. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's going to be a nice welcome, mm -hmm. welcome um, um, party. Um, we're also going to have some cultural renditions. Uh, we're going to have the fire dance, so we're going to have the local band. Mm -hmm. um, Tell you she going Grammy. Big days. Yes. from South no, so. no. Get it right. Big now. Get it right. So, you know, that's going to happen um, um, on Monday night mm -hmm. um, 6 at 6 p.m. And Tuesday, we have the opening. No, you have you say you're hosting your ministers of council of a CTO and ministers yes. hosting them at a dinner. Okay. Yeah, yeah we host. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is so much. Yes. It's so much going on. I have to tell. Well, um, Parrot Key. <laughs> Parrot Key. Um, well, we off we were offered by Parrot Key a night for all the ministers dinner mm -hmm. on the beach in Parrot Key. Um, Wednesday is our big opening. We only have 240 seats, oh. but we'll be streaming live. Where's it going to be? At the Shaw Club. Okay. Um, Thursday, we have a panel discussion. I'm encouraging each and every one of you to listen to these panel discussions um, because we have the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And of course, Honorable Brian, who is the um, CTO um, chairman from Cayman Islands. Mm -hmm. Um, if he's listening to me, Brian, Honorable Brian, I can't wait for you to come and see us. Mm -hmm. And um, on Friday, we can't leave out the youth. Mm -hmm. No, I talk about fish fries. Yeah, you mentioned it before. I'll so repeat it. I mentioned fish fries. Bringing all your panelists but to the fish fries. But but Friday, <laughs> we we cannot leave the youth out. Yes. Mm. So on Friday, we have the youth debate. 
And we have 15 young people from around the Caribbean coming to the debate, mm -hmm. take part in the debate. And we have our very own Kayaje Williams. Is that your tourism minister? Yeah. Yes, he is going to be in the competition. So I'm encouraging every one of you to send your children out. Mm -hmm. It would be a good thing for, for your for your um, 14, 15-year-olds mm -hmm. to come out and, and listen. And it's going to be at beaches. And what time? It starts at 9. Awesome. And let me say that I am not excluding people from the other islands. For this conference, I have somebody from each island mm -hmm. um, taking part. We have the schools coming from Grand Turk, Eliza Simons Primary School. Mm -hmm. They are going to be here. That they're going to take part in the opening mm -hmm. of the conference. So I think I've covered everything. Yes, I tried to. Yeah. I tried to share the love with everybody. <laughs> You know, and if I didn't get you this time, I will sure get you another time because November is tourism mm -hmm. a month. Mm -hmm. So we will do something again in November, and I will include you. There's only so many spots we have. But mm -hmm. I feel within my heart that I've done a good job and sharing the love mm -hmm. with as many Turks and Caicos Islanders as I can. Well, our viewers can see the expression on your face and see your cheeks glowing. But for our listeners, tell us. On a scale of 1 to 10, how proud are you really of hosting this event? I'm a proud Turks and Caicos Islander. You. Very <laughs> proud. I am proud that I can, um, you know, that I can make my country stand tall. Um, there are times when I travel, people say, oh, so where's the Turks and Caicos? I'm hoping that I can eradicate that mm -hmm. as, you know, as mm -hmm. soon as I can. I don't know of any of my staff remember that uh, remember to tell you that we just got our membership with Votrioso. That is one of the leading um, how should I describe travel it? Trade. Travel globally. Tra globally. And we are the only OT territory Woohoo! Yeah. Who yeah. has fat. Mm. I just showed Minister yesterday to make her week spectacular. Mm. We <laughs> achieved it. Uh, the awesome. press release will go out today. Um, it was sent out yesterday, but I'm sure everyone will get it. It's it's a major achievement for the destination. And it's virtuoso. Virtuoso. Yeah. They're the global leader. Minister, you're doing big things. Yes. Well, my job is to ensure that I keep my, my um, country on the top of the world. Mm -hmm. And as long as I am there, I'm going to do my best to do that. Well, we're very proud of you, and we thank you for what you're doing each day. Um, Mr. Adams, we, we talked about networking and things earlier, but what sort of collaborations does the TCITRA have with existing tourism bodies or organizations in the region, if any? Okay, so, um, well, I guess I could speak on the tourism, the tourism health program. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> that's a program that is uh, collaborated between Experienced Turks and Caicos, Oh, thank you. So, between uh, Caribbean Public Health Agency, Experience Turks and Caicos, the Ministry of Health, the Ministry of Tourism, and we all, basically, the program allows for, thank you, Minister. So, basically, the program allows for early detection and illnesses for visitors specifically.
So obviously, alarming after COVID in 2020, um, it was decided that we would, I guess, rejuvenate this program because this was actually started some, uh, I think, about seven years ago initially. And the program is designed to have early detection surveillance of health incidents in terms of when guests come on, that we can not only be <clears throat> reactive, we could be proactive in ensuring that we have the early detection so we could be able to, um, so for instance, a hotel would have to register for the program. Once they register for the program, they'd be able to upload information as soon as anything happens to any particular guest. Mm -hmm. And that allows for us region, well, inside of our nation to be able to actually combat these illnesses immediately. Mm -hmm. And this is a, a huge program between the different ministries and of course um, the Caribbean um, Health pu Public Health Agency as well too. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one of the programs as well. I just want to add that that's a program that was introduced by um, Honorable Dr. Rufus Ewing during his administration, and, um, and we have decided to carry it on. Is this the one you just administered with CAFA? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. That's the one. That travel health thing. All, also yes. in collaboration with the Minister of Education. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just so um, our listeners and viewers can know, the representatives of the Caribbean Public Health Agency will be on island during next week, so mm -hmm. And there are planned days where, accompanied with the TRA or the Department of Tourism Regulations, where they'd be able to come into and come to the hotel, speak to you about registering to ensure that you register, because it's really a simple process, and we really want to encourage all of the different hotels and resorts to register. So and also have someone that can actually. Um, work the program. It's a simple program, takes five minutes to register, and it also allows, because you're not going to have illnesses every day, mm -hmm. but to have the program there whenever you do, mm -hmm. it, it, it's astronomic progress for us in, a, in terms of having health scares or anything like because we just can't take any of that for granted anymore. Yeah, yeah. And of course, um, as, a, as experienced Turks and Caicos and the Department of Tourism and the Ministry of Tourism, it's our job to safeguard tourism. Mm -hmm. And we have to safeguard it not only from a product standpoint, but also from a health and safety standpoint as well, too. Yeah. And if I could just say, this is so important for the destination. Um, I know no one wants to hear about COVID, but you know, it was just this year that the Turks and Caicos Islands you didn't, need, you, didn't, you didn't require anymore to have a vaccination. Mm -hmm. What that said to the traveling market for the Turks and Caicos Islands is that we care about our people mm -hmm. and we care about you. Yeah. And it's so important. And so what that said is that I'm coming to a destination that's, yes, it's about sun, sea, and sand, but they do care about the quality mm -hmm. of your visit. So participating in the CARFA program, when Minister brought it to us and said we need to move forward in it, it adds value to the visitor who is coming to the destination because they're saying, okay, they're not seeing test tubes and everything. That's what nobody, we're not marketing that. But they're saying there's a quality standard, not just about the physical product, but about the visitors and the people of the Turks and Caicos Islands that we care about. And travelers, believe it or not, they want to know about that. Yeah. They want to know that they're coming somewhere safe. They don't want to worry about it front and center, but they want to know they're coming. And if something happens, we have the procedures and the processes in place to take care and to manage 
manage the problem and that adds actually more value for us in selling and promoting the destination yeah because during covid we did see comments where people thanked the destination yeah. for the safeguards that were yeah. in place they were grateful for it but since we're talking about visitors then um miss brown what strategies will the experienced turks and caicos employ to ensure that we attract international tourists and increase our visitor numbers beyond north america yeah, so, um, you know, Minister, uh, Minister always reminds me that we're doing well, and she wants us to continue to do well. Um, and just like she said to Mr. Adams, and she reminds me every day, we need to be paperless. Mm -hmm. We need to use data. We need to make sure that what we're doing makes sense. We're just not going to be promoting. So our strategy is, yes, we want to attract persons, but it's going to be based on their ability, their average, their ability to travel with their household income. Based on who is already coming to the Turks and Caicos Islands, we can see by the type of um, information that is out there, their household income is about 250000 the average U.S. dollars per year. So we know who we're speaking to. They're highly discerning. They're very experienced. We want to make sure that when we're speaking to them, we're just not going to do a roadshow or we're not just going to do a particular media or um, mm -hmm. editorial that everybody else does because Bahamas is doing it or because um, Dominican Republic is doing it. We're doing it because it meets the requirements for us as a destination to meet our demographic. We can't go where everybody else is going because we don't want everybody to come here. And most importantly, yes, we want our visitation to increase, but we also want our spend on mm -hmm. island to increase. It doesn't make sense to have more visitors come. We're not about mass. We are about mm -hmm. quality. Yes. We are about making sure that when persons come, they're spending more. It's better to have one person come and spend $100,000 than have 500 persons come and they're spending $50,000. Yeah. It goes a long way. Yeah. And so we are low, low mass, high income. And that's our strategy for every source market that we are going into. For Canada, we want to look more, um, I know a lot of our visitors come and they fly over Toronto. We want to look at connections with Calgary and more going out west mm. because they're more wealthier people outside and they can connect over Vancouver, um, over Seattle, Washington, over LA to come here over Texas or Miami. They don't mind the long trek because they're accustomed to it. We just have to sell it to them and we have to be in the right, um, I would say, editorials for PR we have to do the right TV shows we have to have the right influencers we have to have the right media um, and yes persons like to think print is out to some degree it is but there are persons for example that subscribe to specific magazines still and they are in the top enchilon for example of American Express black card holders so they subscribe to a magazine called departures because of their affluence. That's where we want to be. Mm -hmm. I am not saying that we don't want to be in travel and leisure and condenas, mm -hmm. but we have to be at the front in their top three choices, not five, not mm -hmm. 10, top three. And so we are looking to make those partnerships with those sort of um, opportunities with those sort of media houses. It's very important for us. Um, as we are going to Europe and we go to, well, especially for the United Kingdom, they want more experiences, their longer haul. So we have to make sure that when we're speaking to them, this is where it's so important, the sister islands. 
we can do tours for them. So it actually compels them to do a twin island visit. A lot of them are doing it when they go to other destinations, but that's what we have to sell and we have to have the packages. So it's not a one-all fit for each source market. We're going to be adapting for each source market, um, specifically the needs, but the top layer is important. We want the affluent. We are a destination that's luxury, lifestyle, leisure. The type of phone that they use, Mm -hmm. the type of radio stations that they listen to, the type of music, the restaurants where their kids go to school, the type of games they play, the shows they watch. We want to be, you know, persons don't like to think of this, but streaming is the new world. It's not regular program TV. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to look at partnerships like with Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. That's ABC. We're not saying that we want to be on the regular programs for ABC, Mm -hmm. but we're saying Disney Plus. So that's our strategy to find more of those persons. And once we get into the world, that's where the digital world takes over in terms of, you know, social media and programmatic where, you know, you get these cookies. It's kind of like Amazon. They start sending the same messages back to you. Mm -hmm. And so once we get them into our world, we can keep returning targeting them through PR and through our marketing promotions. Mm-hmm. And, and um, Cheryl, I would just like to add to that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I would just like to add to that that um, uh, we look forward to having Virgin Atlantic fly into Turks and Caicos right? in early November. Okay. So that is going to be another direct flight mm. um, out of the, the UK. We have talks about other airlines going to different islands, but I, I will have all that information for you on my next show. And, and you know, Honorable Minister, you should really take some media with you. And I, I, I think you're looking at two persons now. I will, <laughs> I will take some media with me. As humble ambassadors of the Turks and Caicos, we will gladly join you in your travels. Ah, I'll um, make a note of that. Ms. Adams, I wanted to ask you, we sometimes hear tourists to um, walk into stores, and particularly at the cruise port, I've been there and heard them say, uh-huh. oh, but it's so expensive here. Is the TRA, do you have any terms of reference that would assist in uh, making suggestions about um, pricing and affordability for tourists? <laughs> you, want, you want me to answer that for you? The CEO already answered. We are high-end destination. We high can't afford it. Yeah. Dr. Remember, we had a tagline years ago, Minister, no. with those who've got it go. Yeah, exactly. I, I think if we're going to worry about things being more affordable, we're going to worry about it being more affordable for those who live here. Say it again. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Put it in your travel budget before you come. <laughs> yeah. I, don't don't let the 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 cheap airline tickets yeah, yeah, when yeah. you come here. You're cheap yeah. <laughs> when you get the service, you get the quality. Great before. service. Yeah. But all in all, um, Cheryl, we want to be able to provide that experience from the time they arrive yeah. until the time they yeah. leave. That's what's And important. sometimes, you know, um, every little counts. Mm-hmm. Every little counts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're here to make sure that our guests are happy and comfortable. Yeah, comfortable. Yes, exactly. I appreciate um, the diplomacy of the minister. I know, I know. <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> minister, um, it's gone from me. She knocked me off my track there. <laughs> oh, I know. Minister, I was going to ask, um, with the hosting of, of SOTEC, um, how does this impact the long-term goals of, of your ministry? Is it more that you're looking to a conference kind of destination now? Um, will this have any sort of impact on your future plans for the ministry? 
Um, yes, um, we would like to host more conferences, but of course, you know, everything we do here, we got to get, we have to get permission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to also partake, partaking in, in other conferences. Um, there's a conference coming up now in, in, um, in Turkey. Um, I can go because I have so much going this weekend, including in the pink. Mm-hmm. So my oh, PS yeah. will be attending um, that conference. What is uh, it's Roots, the, um, Roots, Roots World? It's Roots. where all the airline, um, yes, all the airlines go, and you have oh, yeah. meetings with them. So I heard TCIA yeah. talking yes, about it. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes, and I think it's something for you all to go at some time. We have to now start traveling with our yes, sure, are you available so, with our media. I'm ready? Got my passport in my bag. Which one? So much about airlines. It's not just meetings. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a conference that speaks to airlines and how they actually build their yep. routes, mm-hmm. what yes. they're looking for. Exactly. Um, minister, if she was going, you know, they would have specific meetings with mm-hmm. her and other persons, and the PS will do it for her. But it and there are other destinations there too and so you get to sometimes it's you know we're all in different spaces but you get to talk when you're in the same space and so minister for minister for ps in this situation he would see other islands there and other airlines that yeah. serve the caribbean it would be an opportunity to have those meetings yeah do you know that the minister has done photo shoots shoots plural mm-hmm. and videos have you seen any of them when what uh, photo shoots Boy, you you've missed out well, obviously, something wrong with my PR team. <laughs> <laughs> I u- I'm usually in the know of these no, things. I don't trust him because he wants me to... No, I'm not... I don't know. I'm, I'm just I, saying. I have seen it. I'm, I'm usually in it. the know. Why you didn't share it? No, I, I thought you had seen it. No. Let me hear it from the south. So why don't you pose in and, me? you know, arms extended. No, and, I have my welcome sign. Yes. You'll see my billboards on the streets in a few days. <laughs> By tomorrow. Thursday. We promise. Oh, Thursday? Yes, Minister. Yes, well, 8 o'clock in the morning. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes. 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 Of the CTO of the yeah. No, this okay. is this is big. Big time. Go on, Grammy. This 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 is so awesome. Yes. These two you know, ministers and three directors. We haven't had a big conference like this since 2018. Okay. So. So in total, how many visitors are we expecting? You said 12 ministers, three directors. Including the the youth ministers as well, right? Yeah, 98 so far. People are still booking. Up to yesterday, it was 98. And ministers forgetting um, her most important that's going to leave you as what's going to happen after our message is the journalists. We have 10 international (sighs) journalists. Oh. I know. I, I knew. I wanted minister. Go ahead, minister. And I have my notes. <laughs> <laughs> she has to speak. We her. have ten international journalists oh, coming boy. here, and I would like for you to have an opportunity to meet them. Sure. There is a dinner at um, Kokomo, sponsored by Kokomo for all the journalists, and also Shaw Club has been very kind to assist with their stay here. So for that, we are also grateful. There are also some local sponsors. Of course, Gilly is a sponsor. Mm-hmm. He don't let us down. No. Mm-hmm. Don't care if we having a little chebang down the road. I mean, I must give it to Honorable Gilmore Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be step up on the game and assisting. Um, and they're going to be visiting the other islands. We can't have journalists here without seeing the other mm-hmm. islands. Yeah. They will be visiting South Caicos and will be met by Honorable Malcolm who will um, show them around yeah, and they they will they will spend the night in mm. South Caicos. They're mm. going to Grand Turk. Mm-hmm. From Grand Turk, we, they're going to spend a 
half a day in Salkey. And um, they're going to North and Middle Caicos. We can't live out the Twin Islands. Mm -hmm. um, we have someone over there ready to assist them, visiting all our caves and um, and all of uh, Mujin Harbor. Mm -hmm. And they're also going to be um, having some of the local food of North Caicos. Mm. Let me just tell you who they are. It's Travel and Leisure, yes. Condé Nast Traveler, Travel Plus Insider Report. Um, from Canada, it's Travel Press and Travel Courier, Travel Influencer. Um, and we have uh, also our keynote speaker, I know Minister may not remember his name, but his handheld Cardenas Sosa from the Latin American and Carib Development Bank, and Doug Lansky, who is mm -hmm. a global travel and tourism yep. speaker. So it's big. It's a huge undertaking, and I personally um, want to say to Minister for her to make that decision in the meeting was a huge decision. Um, hosting a conference like this, the State of the Tourism Industry Conference is an annual event on the tourism calendar of events for all tourism and travel. This is not just mm. for region, this is the no. world. Mm -hmm. And so for Minister to, to make that decision in a meeting when others are looking to see who's going to host it. Mm. And to also, it, con it includes also the Council of Tourism Ministers meeting, those who are member states of CTO, Caribbean Tourism Organization, directors of tourism and then youth congress. It's a huge undertaking. Yeah. And Minister really needs to be congratulated and also the Permanent Secretary for them to make this decision um, because it's not an easy task. And it also, you know, her engagement of um, our stakeholders to get them to come on board has, it's, I, I've, I've never seen anything like this. Why didn't you tell me? We need to call this person. We need to get mm -hmm. it done. And the support that we've gotten for me personally, um, not being from here and within my first three months, I just want to say thank you, Minister, because you really made this happen. And oh, yeah. we're not going to let She's always hands on. She can get it oh, done. Yeah. One phone call and you'll be asking, yeah, how high do you want me to jump? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell him a story, but no. <laughs> so, Honorable Minister, um, because we changed yeah. the time for you, we have to wrap up. Our colleague is already yes. here for Financially Speaking. But um, talk to Turks and Caicos. Caicos. What is it that you want Turks and Caicos to know about tourism, about this upcoming conference, about anything that, that yeah, you want to talk about right now? I just want Turks and Caicos Islanders to know that even though we're doing very well, we have to sustain what we have. And and to sustain what we have, we can only do it through collaboration and partnership. So I want them to trust me as their tourism minister to get it right. Um, and as I said, I'm putting all the necessary mechanisms in place um, for us to achieve our goals. Um, we're just, we're speaking to um, someone in Curacao to help us with our data so we can have an all-time data. Uh, you will be able to, to tell who's coming in December or how many people coming in December. I'll be able to tell you all about my tourist arrivals by the press of a button. And that's where I want the tourism, tourism industry to get to. Mm -hmm. I am happy that everybody seems to be on board with me. Um, I'm getting so much support, unbelievable support. And I know that some may not feel it as yet. We're still in the early stage of the experience Turks and Caicos, but this is not gonna be our first um, radio show here with you. We intend to have frequent radio shows. Now that we have everything in place, 
We have our memorandum of understanding and everything in place. Um, hopefully, by the end of the year, we should have all just about all of our employees. There were 10 employees for his department. I am very impressed with this young man. He came in and he picked the ball up and started running with it. And he was able to put, a, put together a TIDES program along with another professional for this country. I mean, that speaks volumes. Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw that, I said, you're hired forever. <laughs> you got a job for life, baby. You got a job for life. <laughs> Love it. So, you know, I, I give him that. So, you know, I am here to serve, and I'm doing the best of my ability. I don't have any hidden agendas. I want the people of this country to know that, you know, I'm from the private sector. Business is business with me, and I like everything done in a professional manner. I know right from wrong, so they can count on me to get it right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Honorable Minister. We're very proud of you. We're, we're proud of where you're taking tourism in the Turks and Caicos straight into the 21st century in terms of technology. So we're grateful for that. Uh, Ms. Brown? Thank you for, for coming to Turks and Caicos and, and for serving with us and for promoting our destination. We're truly grateful. And, of course, to our, our Grand Turk boy, mm. our, <laughs> our old-timers league guy. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Adams. Um, we're grateful for you for just taking up the mantle and running with it. And we're very proud thank of you, you and thank you for what you, you do proud daily. Of you, proud thank of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Honorable Minister, and thank you to your team. This has been First Edition. I'm Cheryl Ann Foreman. And I'm Chicago Jolly.